welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes to a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute in order to find the greatest minute of cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we are continuing our journey through Moon. This is Minute 73. Oh my God. Aruka, Aruka. <laughs> we did stand up for the first time in four months on Saturday. Oh, just we gone. did? Wow. You're- how was your experience? How did you find it? <laughs> you Well, you had to follow a particularly hard act to follow. I had to follow quite an act that, you know, the night was going quite well. <laughs> and then this certain individual didn't have a good time. His material was not something that anyone wanted and he knew it. <laughs> and it was quite a quite a juxtaposition, let's say, between his material and following him, a woman. <laughs> so that's yes, right. And the problem, the other thing was, as soon as you got off, mm. the M- no, sorry, as soon as he got off, the MC brought you straight on because they were running l- like long, yeah, and they couldn't do any padding in the middle. So it was basically like he, he, the MC said apologized to me before he went and did it, and I was like, that's totally cool because I went on at twenty to midnight on a Saturday. <laughs> uh, it, it, when everyone is at COVID, it's everyone. No one is used to being out late. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a fun show overall. It was really fun. I had a good time. Yeah, uh, my new joke. I had a new joke ready where I was going to go on stage because I emceed the first bracket. So mm. I came to stage and I had a little gag prepared. I was going to come to stage, grab the microphone, and start talking at the wall. Yep. And then being like, "Duh, they're behind me." <laughs> I was like, "It's been so long." And everyone I talked to about this gag was like, "Ah, that's great. You should do that." And then I spoke to Damien Power about it before the show. Yeah. And Damien Power, if you're not aware, if uh, if you're not from Australia, is uh, probably one of the biggest comedians in Australia working the uh, the club scene, the festival scene. Very good stand-up comedian. And I was talking to him before the show and I told him the gag and he just looked at me and said, yeah, if you can pull that off, I'll, uh, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> A ringing endorsement. <laughs> and then I said to him, don't worry, I'll pull it off. And did you? No, it bombed so hard. <laughs> it bombed so hard. Yeah. That's your opener too. It was my very opener. But wow. I think it bombed because they weren't ready for the it genius was too, of it. It was too ahead of its time, really. <laughs> if I had done this in five months, it would have crushed. <laughs> no, I think what happened is because when you come to stage as the MC, there's very like the very start of the show, there's lots of excitement, mm. clapping and cheering. I didn't let the cheering and stuff die down before I just got in a bit. Yeah. So they were still like, yay, while I was like, well, oh, bloody hell, too long. And they're like, what, just, what have I missed? <laughs> Actually, a couple of people giggled. But yeah. There was no like rolling over laughter. I just assumed it would take the floor down. So I was like, oh. And Damien Power, I just saw him at the side going, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then I crushed it and oh, got them sick. Good. Got them sick and ready for comedy. And I brought him on. Did and, you um, yeah. do any? Because remember, you, d- you told some of your jokes uh, on the podcast a little bit. Yeah, while I ago. told the Spooky Mansion one, went very well. Very well. And I also... The one I helped co-write. I told another one. I told this story about, um, which is really funny, about when I drive home from work. When mm-hmm. I was in the car, I have ADD. So I look for things. It's like a 40-minute drive home from work. So I look for things to entertain myself. And a couple of weeks ago when I was driving, uh, out of nowhere, I just clapped. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, this is fun. And then I just started clapping in my car. I turned it into a game of like, how loud can you clap? So I like driving down the highway, just like clapping really loudly for like five, 10 minutes. It went for so long, but I was having such a good time. And then I got to the end of the highway and I was waiting at lights to go through. And this angry Mercedes driver pulled up in like a black Mercedes next to me. He's like, wind down your window. And I like wind down my window. He's like, do you have a problem with me, man? I was like... <laughs> What are you talking about? He's like, you were clapping the way I was driving before. I was like, oh, no, this innocent clap game turned into something real. And But I was also too embarrassed to be like, no, I don't have a problem. I was actually like self-clapping. I had like, I, you know, I was playing a game how loud I can clap to my car. Like it was very, it's very, I was just doing this thing. I was like, <laughs> was oh man, me. I'm not going to tell him that. That's embarrassing. So I was like, I looked at him. And I said, yeah, what you did back there was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> And he lost his cool. He's like, oh, I had plenty of room. So I don't know where that came from, for one. I was like, oh, shit, all right, I I winged this one. And here we are now. And I was like, oh, where do I go from here? And I just said, yeah, you got plenty of room for a rude person. And he was like, and he went, fuck you, and gave me the finger and then drove through the red light on his way. And I was like, my first thought was like, I got away with it. Mm. I got away with the clap game. He just thinks I'm an asshole, not some psychopath that plays, how loud can you clap? (laughs) Uh, And that went well? That went very well. Very good. Very good. I still need to figure out the, like, how to present it in a stand-up. I I told the raw story. Yeah. One of my favorite aspects of doing stand-up is telling raw stories before you actually chop and craft and change and bring the developed story, you know, in, like, six months' time. Yeah. Yeah. I love the first story because there's something exciting about the first time you present a story when you do stand-up because there's, like, a sense of unknown. How will this go? I like this story. Mm. But there's also when you're telling it, you're, like, this weird situation. You're, like, can you fucking believe this happened? <laughs> After you say it like 20 times, you're like, yeah, this happened, this happened deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and then it clapped, the, yeah. and then you got angry. And then the first time you tell it, you're like, this is fucking insane, <laughs> this, is, this has happened to me. Yeah, and well, the audience always loves the first time you reveal a story. Mm. Yeah. And then I, I told a story for the first time, just throwing it out. The audience got sad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. What was your story? I talked about how the dog fell in the creek and everyone was social distancing so they couldn't help. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but when I told that, and I thought people would like it, and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> the poor dog. It was quite sad. I'm like, what? <laughs> the dog was a- in my memory, the dog's quite happy. So I just got to remember to like insert that the dog liked it. It wasn't like freaking out. Yeah. Is it good to be back? It is good to be back. I had a good time. Excellent. So did I. Do you know who's not having a good time? Sam Sam 1 and Sam Sam 2 2 in Moon Minute 73. I'd like to point out I do not owe you $50. There was no mention of missiles whatsoever in the last few minutes. But do you not owe me $50 anyway? No, why would I owe you $50? Gertie has not come in and said... No, but that wasn't a bet. The bet was you'd give me $50. There was no reverse. There is no money. (laughs) I'd never take a bet where I have to pay you $50. You should because... I feel like you'd pay me a lot of money. And uh, he did do it. He Remember did. when we recorded a couple of minutes ago and you were like, I need a soda during the recording? Um, he's, that happened. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, what, yeah. what actually happened? Well, let's go. Our predictions. Oh, yeah. Our predictions. My um, prediction. All right. I love how last minute. Yeah. 
I said at the end of it, Sam one was going to die, and during it, you and Jim were both like, "No way, man! No way. That was not a death. That was not a death twitch at the end." But then all the predictions were like, "Sam one's dead." <laughs> I found that insane. <laughs> well, you when like, you when you, you didn't castrate me, but you're like, "No way, he's dead!" And then every prediction is like, "Yeah, he's dead." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it just made sense, but he hasn't died. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we don't. Spoiler we didn't see alert. Sam one in this minute, did we? Well, that's true. All we right. saw him sort of like lying there, going. Ugh. <laughs> well, that's him for the last ten minutes. Mm. He's a very sick boy. But what was the second part of yours? Well, your my bet? prediction was he was going to die. Yeah. And that Gertie and Sam were going to have a conversation about what they should do because the team's coming and then a clone has to be in the rover. Mm. None we- of that happened. No, I feel Sam like Sam and it- Sam too and Gertie did have a conversation, mm. but it wasn't about like, hey, we should put all dead knuck- no. knuckle nuts in the fucking rover. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Um, um, and Jim's prediction to come true. No, what was his? <laughs> Sam one was going to die <laughs> and they were going to put explosives in his body. Yep, to booby trap it. <laughs> to booby trap it. What a, what a gnarly thing to do. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. All right, All <laughs> let's right, booby let's trap get- his body. Let's turn this into an IUD. Wow. I don't want to work with Jim for a long period of time on the moon. No, no. <laughs> That's where his brain goes. And well, if you're worried about Jim, why worry about me? Because I said <laughs> that he was going to die and then uh, Santa was just going to blow up the entire clone room. <laughs> That's all right. However... They did mention the clone room. They did. So I'll give you I'll give you five out of a hundred. Okay, that's fair. Prediction. I'll take that. <laughs> so what actually did happen? Sam two. I think he was looking at Sam one. Okay. Or it was a weird. No, cut. no, he was in. Remember, he was in the other room listening, watching the phone call with E. All right. Well, they did a weird cut where it looked like because we saw Sam one very sick, and mm. then we cut to looking at Sam two, who must have been staring at the wall or something, <laughs> just with this like kind of grumpy but concerned look on his face. Yep. And then. And he was off mm. and he started walking with walking with purpose, we'd call it in the movies. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the big old town of Hollywood, <laughs> they call it working with purpose. Yeah, old walking with purpose. And he stopped in front of him. He's like, Gertie. Yes. He's like, we need to talk. And, and Gertie's like, well, what can I do for you, Gertie Sam? Gertie came out very sheepish. He's like, it was, it was, wasn't he? Was he was so sheepish. It was almost like he knew he was in trouble. For a robot. So he acted sheepish. very coy and like, uh. like oh, whatever could it be? <laughs> whatever and, could it be, Sam? And Sam too basically said, listen, we found the clone room. We know about it. We know about your secret little room. And, and Gert- then the best part. <laughs> Gertie's like, it's off limits. No, the best part was he's like, we found your secret room and then points at this extremely large and visible door. <laughs> <laughs> we found your little secret room. Yeah, this huge space over here. You it was try huge. to keep Yeah, it was pretty big. It was massive. Like there's nowhere you could and it was right at the end of a hallway that was Straight from the kitchen. So you literally have to walk out of the rec room and turn left and it's there. That's right. And Sam 2 is like, listen, I want you to wake up a clone. Mm. And Gertie's like, I can't wake up a clone until a three-year contract has been fulfilled. And Sam 2 was like, bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, he didn't say that. No, but he, <laughs> if Chris Martin was delivering the line, he'd be like, a bullshit. And they would be like, cut, just do it the script. I feel like a bullshit should be in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, get off my, I feel like you get and, off my set weekend. Oh, I feel like you and David Bowie's son would have a lot of clashes on set. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, uh, <laughs> all right. 
Gertie was like, I'm not going to wake up a client because the three-year contract hasn't mm. been finished. Sam 2 said, listen, the team's coming. He's going to die if we don't wake up another client. Yeah. I don't understand that logic though. So he was saying that the, the strike force is coming. If they come here, they're going to kill both Sams. Do you want that to happen? That's right. But I thought the way he was saying it, Sam 1's going to die if we don't wake up another clone. I thought that's what he was saying. And I'm uh, like, I think Sam 1's going to die anyway. No, no. I think he was. He meant they're both going to die. Yeah. So he's like, do you want that to happen, Gertie? And Gertie, we haven't had the answer yet, but Gertie's like... Mrr. So I think Gertie's going to break an old rule. <laughs> You could see, he could see the cogs turning. Like he's like yeah, two different commands. And his facial expression was the flat mouth one. Yeah. Whatever you call that. Neutral boy? <laughs> yes, neutral boy. <laughs> neutral boy. But even like his little um, camera at the front was going like, near, near, Yeah, ear, he's like, oh my ear, God. I, ear. He's like, why'd I come out? <laughs> <laughs> but this is, you know what? I can't believe I didn't even think of this. Mm. They're going to wake up a clone. I've been talking about clone armies for ages. No, they're not going to wake the way that he was talking. It sounded like they're going to wake up a clone, kill it, and put that in <gasps> the rover. Yes. That's what I, I think didn't even doing. think about that. My mind went to like maybe Gertie's a surgeon. Maybe Sam 2 <laughs> wants to wake up a clone and they remove the organs from that clone, Jesus put them Christ. into Sam 1 to keep him going. Wow. Like, <laughs> How long can you keep a clone going if you just replace its organs every now and then with a clone from a drawer? Well, considering that it's extremely difficult to still do organ transplants no, with if, humans and Gertie is a dentist sink that flies around. But he's got all those hands. I'm sure he could do it. They are claws. They're not I'm finesse sure they instruments. Could do it. I'm sure they could do it. i just like, oh, maybe he's going to harvest all the clones for organs for Sam 1. God, no, no. But I actually, your, your sounds more... <laughs> Reasonable, but that's not as bad. Yours is pretty bad too. I mean, like, oh, it's pretty bad. You're gonna wake up a clone, clonk him, put him in a rover. Yeah. Well, do you even need to wake it up? Do you just go? Oh yeah, squirt, squirt him out. Squirt him out. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you rate the minute, Taylor? I liked it because it surprised me. I didn't think I'd be surprised at this point in the film, mm. but I was genuinely surprised that that was actually on the cards. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 52. Yeah, I was going to give it a 52 too. 52 too. 52 too. It was two very exciting. Twos. I really enjoyed it. Do you have a prediction though for the next minute? Well, where do we we left the mid conversation, didn't we? Yeah, so we're waiting for Gertie's answer. I think actually no, sorry, we didn't. The last thing we saw was was a tracking shot going up the hallway and there's five hours for the strike force. Yeah, comes. but we're still waiting for Gertie's answer. We don't know what Gertie's answer is. I reckon five hours. I reckon Gertie does it. I reckon the next thing we see is Sam One is pulling a, a fresh clone along the ground. I agree. My prediction is Gertie says yes and we have a moment, first time in the movie, where a hand comes down, Sam Two high fives it <laughs> and they have like a, you're the best moment. Oh, Anyway, we got two predictions. What happens? Which one will come true, if any? Thanks so much Thank for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll see you back here for Minute, minute 74. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. 
we'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with, with more Binge Minute. minute. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.